Welcome to episode four of the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast. I'm Lisa Fisher, a longtime broadcaster and journalist in Arkansas who's been in front of a microphone or a camera since the mid-1980s. I've interviewed thousands of people, from athletes to zookeepers and everybody in between. But now it's my turn to talk to the people I want to talk to, ask the questions I want to ask. My guest for this episode is Rebecca Folks. She's a network marketing star, but she's here to talk about the Enneagram. You'll get to meet her right after this. I love talking to Arkansans, but I especially love telling you about Arkansans. And the name I'm going to tell you now is the name you need to jot down or check out a website if you're buying or selling a home. These historically low rates have people wanting to sell their homes. Brandy Harp, is your girl. Brandy Harp is with John Underhill Real Estate. She's a broker and real estate agent, and she's head and shoulders above the rest. And I know that because I've seen the work she's done. I'm seeing her work right now with clients for her, friends for me, and they'll end up being friends for life because that's what Brandy does with every relationship. But they're the ones who have told me, the people selling the home, that they've never seen a real estate agent like Brandy and the way she delivers results and the way she delivers customer service. Boy, that's a long lost Art. We're all so busy about clicking and finding things online that we forget about humans. Brandy has not forgotten the human uh, interaction that's involved in buying or selling your baby, which is your home. For more information, go to my website, lisafishersaid.com. No matter your Enneagram type, there's one thing I know about you. You want a clean home, don't you? Molly Made of Greater Little Rock, if you're in Central Arkansas, or mollymade.com. Depending on where you are in the continental U.S., they can have a team come out and clean maybe today or tomorrow. They have same-day service in many locations. They are all bonded and insured. You know who's coming to your home. They're not late. If they have a flat tire, they show up. If they have a sick kid, they send another team. It's impressive in the way they clean. They've been cleaning my home since 2009. More information, mollymate.com. If you're in central Arkansas, I want to introduce you to a builder who does amazing remodels and new builds, and his name is Richard Harp with Richard Harp Homes. You can go to his website. All the information's on my website, lisafishersaid.com, but you can see some of the work Richard has done in the last couple of years. Uh, any of the new builds he's done are amazing. The remodels, absolutely amazing. Some of my favorites I've ever seen. In fact, because of these historically low rates, a lot of people are kind of deciding, do I sell? What do I do? So many people have called Richard because of his name, his reputation, what his team will do, and they're doing a remodel. So think about that new kitchen you want, that dreamy new kitchen. Richard comes in, he'll try to get you under budget. I know he'll try to get you under time. You know, certain things, he can't control everything, but Richard will get the job done for you. Find out more by going to my website, looking up Richard Harp Homes at Lisa FisherSaid.com. She won most talkative in high school, and she has been running her mouth ever since. Welcome to the Lisa Fisher Said Podcast with your host, Lisa Fisher. All right, we're talking Enneagram chat. So the Enneagram is a term we're all hearing now. It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. 
Rebecca, you're the expert. I'm you're, not the expert. You are, you are to me. I'm an enthusiast. Oh. I'm an Enneagram right. enthusiast. And I love anything that helps people grow in awareness, that gets any kind of self check. And the Enneagram is amazing for that. Okay. So you told me once, the Enneagram isn't necessarily a personality profile as much as it is, it kind of defines maybe what your fears are or what drives you. That's right. So it's not going to be as much your your goals or what um, it, it's the inner things that motivate you. It's, so it's based on your fears, your core desires. It's not a personality test or a behavior test. It's actually what's what's motivating you on the inside. Okay. Have you heard people talk about the Myers-Briggs? So when you say Enneagram, they go, oh, so I'm a so-and-so on the Myers-Briggs. What am I in Enneagram? I go, oh, I don't know. I go, this is different. It is different because you can look at three people that get up and run every morning and, you know, oh, but why? But it's what, what's motivating them okay. to do that. All and right. so for a type one, they would be up running because it's the right thing to do. And a type three might be running because they're they want to win. An they want to win. Yeah. And a type seven might be doing it because it looked fun and they heard other people were doing it. So they're going to try it. Well, we thought it would help our fat thighs. That's right. And then we ran and we realized not for me. Well, and we thought it would do it in that first day. <laughs> so we're right. like, oh, we didn't, it's not gone yet. It's right. not gone yet. Um, we'll talk about us. We're both sevens and that's we why we understand each other. That's right. And one funny thing about that. So a sidebar yes. is that, um, Three years ago, I came to your home and I sat in your living room and I'd been intermittent fasting for two weeks. And you said, now how long, are you, how are you going to do this? You know, like you're like a month. And I went the rest of my life. You go, Lisa Fisher, you are not going to do this for us. You'll do anything the rest of your life. So uh, it's because the seven, we f- like to pull the trigger. Yes. We like to do something and then we kind of get over it. Yes. So people don't understand us, but you understand me and I understand you. We speak the same language. (laughs) We definitely do. Okay. So let's talk. And one thing about the Enneagram too, uh, I've seen it from a Christian template, Mm -hmm. but they also use it in the secular world, correct? Oh, yes. So everyone looks at it through their own lens. And so I, I don't think it's rooted in any Christian root. I've heard people say it's not doctrine. It's not doct- dogma, but it yeah. is true. Okay. And so it's just, it's just a tool and it's a human tool. So are there going to be things that aren't 100% right for a per- Yes, of course. But, and I also, I was telling someone the other day, I feel like the healthier as a person that you are, the more that it can, you can kind of be a little more fluid because when you get in here, there's nine types, um, but you'll see that you can kind of pull from other types, depending on where on the diagram you are. And what stress. That's right. If you're in more um, a stress a secure strength place in your life, or if you move into stress, you'll move and take some characteristics of another type. So the healthier that you are, and you never want to type anyone because then oh, you're- I do all the time. I know. And we all do. But <laughs> I'm just saying you never would want to- I'm breaking a rule? It's the cardinal sin. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the ones would care about that, but the uh, sevens, we don't care. Yeah, because it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me guess your type because you <laughs> mess up like this. So this must be what you are. I mean, I'm right. sure that feels really good. So, right, right. So you just do that in your head. Real affirming. <laughs> That's real, real affirming. affirming. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start. So the one- uh, Enneagram that I'm afraid of is the first one you're going to talk about because oh, it's the one. It's the one. Because they're rule abiders, right? 
They are. I'm married to a one and uh, they're the reformers. And the, what motivates them is um, that they're seen as valuable and competent and they are they're going to do the, the right thing. They can they've got a really loud inner critic that's telling them what they're not doing right. So they're very aware of that. But they're high justice. Um, and I've, I've heard people say ones are the best people that, you know, because they are going to do the right thing, um, because I do look at it through a, a Christian lens. Uh, one thing about the ones is I've heard people say they reflect God's goodness, that just the good in in him. And so I love that. OK, my uh, family member, I will not say my sister's name. <clears throat> she recently told me that she had been to Walmart. So we're recording this during COVID 2020, sure. right? She said she came to my house, said I've been to Walmart and four people that worked there were not who were not wearing their mask mm-hmm. properly. So what did Karen do? That's not her name, but yeah. you know, she went to the manager. Oh, okay. Because she she's a one. Right. She she had to tell them. And I said, you know that he didn't. And I'm sure she either. knew they were on aisle four. Uh, totally. Right there next to the peas, all totally. the details. Totally. <laughs> Told them all. And I said, what did the manager do? She goes, Well, nothing. I went, because he he was busy. He had other things to do. Yeah. Then go police other humans about mass compliance. And so I realized during COVID, I can tell people's, I mean, you know, we're not supposed to, but I do. Yeah. We could someday do a chart on how different types respond to a pandemic. Um, I'm sure it's on one of the memes right right. now. That's That's right. right. Because ones are saying they're the ones who post on your, you see in your feed, don't go to the UPS store out in, you know, suck your toe, Arkansas. They're not wearing their mask correctly. Whereas I'm going, I'm a seven and we'll get to that in a minute. Well, or they might be looking at all the laws and the details and saying, this is why this should not be in effect. It depends on what. Oh, if they're constitutionalist or they look at freedoms and rights. Because if they're going to argue something with you, I think a one is going to know that they know they are right because they have got every detail lined out of why they are right. and so. I, it might it, it could be either end of the the spectrum there if you're looking at. I can see that yeah. right. It's whatever, however they feel that might motivate them to go. No, not feel, believe, believe. Whatever that's they right. believe. That's right. Because they don't feel. No. Well, but but they think yes, it, yes. No, no. I mean, they they they're driven by beliefs. Well, um, so ones in stress go to fours. And so if they're in a stressful state, they, they could be more emotionally driven. I see. And because I see. they do have such a loud inner critic that can drive a lot of insecurity in them. And so they could be operating out of that insecurity. Um, and again, you know, person to person. But right. it's um, uh, one thing I love about ones is their strength is quality. And so when they do something they are going to do it. They're not just going to jump in at the beginning and they are going to finish strong. They are going to, I mean, I think about my granddaddy, Bob, like everything he did was detail. quality. Every detail, detail of everything. And they have thought it all out. I mean, I like to say my research is doing it because then if I, you do it, then you're going to figure out, did it work or not? And then you know when to pivot. Not the ones. Okay. They have got it all mapped out 
before they start. They read the directions. Oh. In the game. They wrote they, the directions. They wrote the directions. And right. then they also read. But even if they play the game, they read the directions oh. or before they assemble something. Yes. Right and wrong is very clear to them. High justice, <laughs> black and white, rules, details. Uh, but fun too. I mean, once totally. again, I Absolutely. mean, are, are, they're not, you know, sticklers, but I mean, well, they are sticklers, <laughs> but they just know the rules. That's right. And they want everyone to play. By the rules. Right. Okay. So we've defined a one. And so in stress, they go to a four. We haven't defined that yet, but you were saying more feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, is there another component to the Enneagram? Is is there one when they're in the best of, the, well, in their best selves, mm-hmm. they're ones, I mm-hmm. guess. But when they, they might go down to a darker path, that's why they get four. Mm-hmm. Kind of emotional. Okay. Yes. Okay. So twos. Yes. There, that's the person that organizes the potluck and makes all the food, right? In she the and one. And we'll just say for ones, when they are at their best, yes, they go to seven, and so then oh, they become they're fun like they're us. more fun okay. and they're more carefree. And so sometimes I think it's interesting, you know, that like a one and a seven would get together because yes. this the one is drawn to that part of a seven that is uh, more carefree or, you know, that lighter side. I, I see a lot of ones and set. Well, and a lot of um, twos and like the way that you're uh, the way that you're the lines there where you're going in stress and security, you can see where a lot of times they'll match up. A fun app to download yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Enneagram yes. is called Ennea app and it is a paid for app, but it does have a test on there that, and we say any test at best is 70% accurate. So I would tell you to down, to take a test. Some people would say, don't ever take a test. Just learn about all the types and see what you most identify with. So knock yourself out. That's the route you want to go. If you're one, you may do that. That's right. So (laughs) go ahead and try that. It'll always be your three most likely, whatever test you're taking, whether the Enneagram Institute has a great test for $12. Um, Is that the one you recommend? It's very intuitive. Yes. And so So pony up the 12 bucks. That's right. And you know what? We'll put all this in the show notes. Okay. Your, our ADD is going to have to remind us what to put in the show notes, but we'll put that in the show notes because that's real valuable. It's very helpful. It has a lot of information on that website, but they're always going to give you your three most likely types. And so that to me is where you can then dig in. Look at the fears. What, what do you see there that kind of sticks out to you? I also think that it's typically helpful to see what the type does in stress, because that is very easy to go. Yeah, that's me. When I'm stressed out, I go to there. <laughs> so when I see the characteristics of my type, what they're, when I go to the one, I'm like, yep, there I am. Okay. Yeah. So right. that's helpful. Okay. So that's ones. Twos. Let's kind of give the, I was saying a broad definition is just, that's the lady that loves to serve in a man. Yeah. Uh, there are men who yes, obviously love to sure. serve, love to do, love to take care of, yes. love to tend to. Love to be needed. Um, they love to, to help to, to identify needs and to meet them. And uh, they're, perceptive and uh, in, intuitive in noticing when people have those needs. And I mean, we need the the helper. They're known as the helpers. Uh, I think a lot of Southern women misidentify themselves as twos because that's kind of how we're just as Southern women. I hear a lot of, oh yeah, I'm, she's a two, she's a two. Or you would think that they are because it does have a lot of the characteristics that we're, you know, that we admire and that we kind of 
want to portray as the, you know, the helpers and hostesses and how can I, and mamas and right. all the ways that we are just helping people and meeting those, um, needs. And I, I love that the, the Christian lens would say that, uh, this, that the twos help to kind of personify that needs do not overwhelm the Lord because a two, when you call them and say, Oh my gosh, this happened. And I don't know what to do. They're, they're thinking inside. I love that you called me to tell me this. Like they love that you, they want to be needed and they even emotionally, not just to make the the pound cake. Yes, absolutely. And so they're generous, they're loving, they're nurturing, selfless, and their fear is being unloved and unwanted. And so in a stressed state in an unhealthy way, you know, you could see some like codependency coming out because they they want to kind of they so love that being needed and they can take on too much because they want to meet other people's needs so they're putting themselves on the back burner uh you know self-care they're no because they're worried about everybody else's oh needs. no then that wouldn't be me right, right. no no uh um, well, here's wait one question so because i was in my mind thinking so the person who maybe rescues turtles mm-hmm. you know sure the turtle rescuer is that person a two because he or she wants to meet other needs. No, it could be the one in that person. It could be the three. So you really four that loves nature. Right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So you really can't um, stereotype people just based on one habit of theirs or behavior or someone else's expectations of you. That's good. And that's been placed on you. Okay. That's where I feel like women mm-hmm. have that two emergence because we were we were always the ones that were tending and doing and absolutely feeding and assembling because somebody had to do it that's right and i our- thought i was a two for 5 years I just said, oh, yeah, I'm a two. And that's the other thing is if someone told you that you're a type or even a test told you that the confirmation bias, you could be talked into being just about any type because we all are going to have different types that we relate to. And I mean, I, I test as a two, a three and a seven. Whenever I take a test, it's saying you're most likely one of those and a two, a three and a seven. I can see myself in, I could talk myself into being any of those. Um, another thing we can put in the show notes are there was a, a series, a podcast series, a few years, actually not as good as this one. No, absolutely not. Um, but it's on the, uh, sleeping at last is the name of the podcast. And each, Uh, He goes through and he wrote a song for each one of the Enneagram types. And he only had musicians that would help to play the instruments that identified with that type. The entire, it is so much detail into each one of the songs, but then he has an Enneagram expert, legit Enneagram expert. Amazing. uh, That wrote sacred Enneagram. And he, Chris, or something like that. And he came on and he explains why the song, the ins and the outs of the song with uh, the, the writer of the song. And it's so interesting. And I feel like when you hear your song and you hear, you'll cry. Oh, not just hearing the song because there's so many details. You're kind of like, but whenever they start going through it, I still say, I've never felt more understood more understood than 
hearing that song and the description and the understanding, it's really, he put, I mean, it took him years. I think he just released nine. Um, I remember you sent me the seven. Yeah. And when, so it's been maybe a year. I mean, it just seems like it it was, I don't even know when it was, but I remember thinking the same thing. Cause you know, we all in conflict is always when it comes out that my set, I'm such a seven Mm -hmm. because I'm here for the fun and free Chick-fil-A, you know, and And the freedom and the free, don't take away. Like (gasps) I was (gasps) telling you last night, it's just the hope and the, of freedom. If you try to box me in, I just, there's a line in that song and it says, it feels like I'm sinking when I'm standing still. So like the yeah. idea that if I have to just stay in one place and I can't like that, it just feels like I'm just sinking. Yeah. And I think about that line all the time. Like, yeah, don't tell me that I just have to stay in a box. But ugh, those things of which my, feel safe to a one or to right. a six or, you know, to like different types. But to us, so that comes up in conflict. Mm. Sometimes my loosey goosiness and where's you're infringing the on my fr- You're taking away a yeah, freedom right. is usually right. The root. So of that's it. why I like the song because it just patted me on the back and I mean, it reminded me God so perfectly created all of us. That's right. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. And in that, it's in whatever your Enneagram type is. So twos are the helpers. Let's move on to threes. Okay. Are they the achievers? They are the achievers. Yeah, right. The threes, they can get some things done. They thrive on productivity, um, competition, healthy and unhealthy, um, just a incredible drive to succeed. I mean, those are the people like you'll say, what's your hobby? And they're working. I mean, they love to work. Um, and they're really optimistic. They, they reflect the hope that God brings because they see what could be their strength is delivery. They're, they're going to, um, they, they want to avoid failure at any point. So they're super adaptable, industrious. Um, and they like winning. They like their name oh, attached to winning. Recognition, like recognition is a huge driver with them. I'm in network marketing uh, and I've been a leader in network marketing for years. And uh, so many tippy, tippy top leaders are Enneagram threes um, because again, the success, the recognition, the drive, the competition, they're incredibly charismatic, um, which also helps a people business. And um, they, yeah, they're motivated by success. So uh, I I love Enneagram threes. Okay. We didn't do this. Where does a two go in stress? The helper, where does the helper go in times of stress? The two in um, stress goes to an eight. So they can sometimes, you know, twos can have some bite if you, uh, if you step on them. So twos go to eight, which is a, we'll get in there, but that's the challenger, um, the protector, but, uh, okay. So So they can get bossy. They can get bossy. Okay. Um, Then a three, where does the achiever? But a two in in, um, in security will go to a four and they'll start to, uh, pay more attention to their own needs and, um, they'll start to integrate into a four. Okay. Well, let me ask you when, when is the earliest someone could take this test in their life chronologically? I mean, I've read a lot of Enneagram books. I've listened to a lot of the podcast. I've, I mean, you could, I, I can identify what I believe each of my children are right really? now. And my children are 10, 12, and 13. Do you th- and so and they'll stay in that mold or does puberty 13, change you? Or? And my 12, my 13 and my 12 year old, 
I would be shocked if their types change. It just seems so integrated into who they are. And I feel like 70% sure on my youngest on what I think wow. his type okay. is. But I, I don't know because his little personality, I can't tell. Is there a different motivator there that I'm not seeing? But like um, Suzanne Stabile that wrote, to two books that are, she's kind of the, the godmother like of the internet. Okay. No, show okay. So she wrote, um, the road back to you and the yes. path between yes. us. Now I've heard of the road um, back to you. And she does a lot of, you, know, you can take courses and things like that. And she, I think says you won't really know your type until you're about 25. So, but you know, they will all say that you are born. It's, it's, what is it? Nature, not nurtured. Right. It is now, but, but each type also is typically associated with a childhood wound. However, if you mm. look at all the wounds, you've had each of those child. You're not going to make your child one or the other. I think it's just that that particular wound means the most to you. It the child if that wound has happened to you, it it means more. But your children aren't mature enough to take the test to know what their fears or needs are, correct? Right. And I think you can get back into that whole, it's your motivations, not other people's expectations on you. And if you're answering those questions, they're just so linked to their parents or their identity that their coach is putting on them or their teacher or their parent. And so I, I feel like that would be hard. Yeah. When do we break free from that? When we're 50? I've heard around (laughs) six is when you start to be able to differentiate yourself from your parents that you kind of start, you can go, well, I actually like this mom. Like it's around Mm -hmm. six, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it takes a long time. My mom lives six houses down. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go see what we're having for dinner. (laughs) Okay. So the three is the achiever and in stress, did we go over that one? I know. And I actually, I need to just double check that you I'm saying the right check. thing because there's, for some reason, I always am like, okay, the three, I know they go to six and nine, but in the, um, when they're, okay. So when they are in security, they go to a six, which is the loyalist. Um, and when they are in stress, they go to the nine, okay. um, which is the peacemaker. Peacemaker. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've done one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Is this the artistic? It is. Dreamer. Yes. The individual individualist. Yeah. And yeah. they really are motivated um, by the need to express who they really are to be seen as unique. Um, they want to be different. Uh, and they do typically, I mean, not typically, but they do. I hate to you know say this is typical behavior, right. but you do see a lot of um, fours that have an artistic and creative side. They, as far as the Christian lens, we say that they um, they reflect God's creativity they love nature. Oh, um, yeah, you're describing my four. Oh, good golly! In fact, she's now hiking some mountain range in Montana. Yeah, just because she wants to explore nature, and she just Facetimed me. She's 22 and lives in Dallas. Just Facetimed me yesterday and showed me all the artwork that mm-hmm. she had put on her walls and all the art she's acquiring. And she goes, "Look at my view of downtown Dallas." Mm-hmm. You know, everything to her is through the the visual lens of life. And she doesn't like a leash on her. No. You know, she needs some freedom. Yes. And they they have that. Their their strength is the creativity and something else. Um, and they, they really desire to be understood. And I think that presents such a 
an interesting, you know, conundrum because a huge they desire to be understood, but a huge fear of being misunderstood. And so it's like you want to understand them, but if you misunderstand, you can really wound them. Wound them. Yeah. And fours are very typically, you know, um sensitive. And one thing about fours is um they are going to notice more of the the negative, the hard, the negative, it feels like. And again, I'm an enthusiast. Right. I'm not an expert, to us, but it, yeah. and again, I'm a seven. And so I am so like, where's the happy? And so mm-hmm. a fours can be a harder relationship for me because they are so okay to get down into the hard and they just want to feel it. They love the feelings mm-hmm. and they want to feel, um, the hard and the, which they can see the beauty in the hard, right. which is beautiful. Um, but that, that, yeah, and there's different relationships. I see myself that I am attracted to certain personality types that I kind of thrive with different types. And I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't, I have friends and sisters that are, you know, that are different types and like that are, and that's interesting to me that my parents raised four children in the same home. My sisters and I are all 18 months apart and all different types, you know, that it's not. I think it was your mother who told me who I've been friends with for mm-hmm. over 30 years, mm-hmm. the same water that softens the carrot hardens the egg. Mm-hmm. Same, mm-hmm. same vat of water. Mm-hmm. And I too, I mean, I think every parent listening will go, oh, my kids are all. So different. Yeah. yeah. Are you even related? You know, oh, you know, yes. are you even related. Um one thing I need to mention at this point, because when you talk about Enneagrams, Rebecca, people, the first thing they talk about is they'll say, I took the test and I was a two with the seven wing. Oh. And we have to remind people that the test just tells you three things that you might be like, but a wing can only be the ones next to it like wings. That's right. So if you were four, you could have a five wing or a three wing. That's right. right. If you're a the, four, you're the then you of. could either wing to the three that's on one side or um, the five. The, what were we saying? Yeah, five. Three. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So if you're a three, you would either have a two a wing two, or, or a four three. wing. Okay. So it's only the types that are directly on either side. Don't ask us to do Numbers, math. Numbers, <laughs> math. Like, yeah. I mean, right. that was getting a little oh, no. geometrical right. there for a second. That was our PhD version That's of this right. course. Um, so the fours we know. So when they're in stress, what do they do? The fours? Yeah. So the fours are going to go um, to a one in so, uh insecurity and they are going to go to a two in um in stress all right all right so we've all already right. covered yeah. both of those that's but right. yes okay so let's move on and over. again that Enia app is really helpful get the paid for version splurge on the two dollars and 99 cents not Woo! monthly it's just a one-time <laughs> buy but it's going to give you the test it's going to give you the brief descriptions it goes through the lines that will explain the um the heart point and the stress point. It even gives you tips on if you're with a four, these are some things to kind of remember whether you're at work or just kind of in person with them. I always think about the fives. Do not interrupt to them. I always think about that. Like I'm with the five and I, that's hard for me as a seven. I, I interrupt. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, Oh, I'm with the five. Be, be very cognizant. I've, I've interrupting. built a career on interrupting. Yes. Well, watch <laughs> so, out for the fives. <laughs> right. And that's what I, I will say. One thing about an Enneagram, mm-hmm. because it is, you do want to 
you want you want to mo- you want to be motivated to know who you're talking to, who your audience is, whether we're in a podcast or you're in a business relationship. So I do see when I'm I can pick a one out mm-hmm. because I'm not a rule abider. Mm-hmm. I don't that that's not me. I'm glad we have them mm-hmm. because that's how we have laws and we have policemen that regulate Justice. the yeah mm-hmm. the city streets attorneys. and we have attorneys and all that. So I'm thrilled, but it does help me with them to kind of dial it back mm-hmm. because sometimes my enthusiasm mm-hmm. is uh, uh, it's just not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I've learned. My mama used to say, "A little bit of you goes a long way." Sure, I, I think that. I've heard the sevens are the easiest to type. That we are the easiest right. to go, and that's a seven. Yeah, you know, right. one thing I think about the uh, the Enneagram song is they said about the sevens, um, I, I was asking, you know, are they, um, is anyone in here vegan? And he goes, I just couldn't imagine a seven limiting themselves because they so want to try all the things. And he thought it was very funny that it was like 1% came back and said, yes. However, it was like 90% said, no, but I tried tried it it. once. I totally tried it. (laughs) I did it for 18 days in like 2016. Yes. So just be careful that you, when you do start to see behaviors, we can say, oh, that's because they're this way. And we start to type people. But I was married to my husband for three years. And I thought he was a two. I remember that. And it was because he was helping all the time, but he actually was a one. And it was because helping was just the right thing to do. And again, with the confirmation bias, then it's like everything that he did. You saw um, through that lens. I saw through that lens. And it actually was the Enneagram song and the podcast about the um, listening to the guy kind of talked through the song and why. And I kept going, that is not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And then, so listen to the songs. Like it really is a, a process and a journey to see, you know, who who am I? And then getting your spouse, but it has probably been the number one most helpful thing outside of you know, Jesus that has helped me in my marriage to understand oh, this is why I'm stepping on his toes. This is why this is scaring him. This is why I, this, you know, causing friction in our relationship. Um, Another book would be The Wisdom of the Enneagram. And it is like an encyclopedia on the Enneagram. I mean, it's, you know, going to have some extra shipping there for the weight or something, (laughs) but it is so helpful um, in really diving in as well. Well, the one thing I was thinking about when I did tell you I was doing intermittent fasting, you then realized later, well, of course you did it because you try. I try all the, th- and that's what you would tell people because you're doing it too now. Yeah. You said when Lisa did, I thought she's just a seven who tries all the things. Tries all the things. All the things. And I'm glad to do it. Yeah. I'm glad I'm the world's guinea pig. That's right. Everything. Yeah. People always tell me, they go, now when you, you know, when your kids get to a certain age, call me because we'll know what you've already researched, all the things, mm-hmm. and you've tried something and different fixes. So call me when we're done. I go, okay. I mean, I don't mind. Yeah. I always say that, you know, um, a little about just about everything because oh, you've kind of dipped me? your toe oh, into yeah. to look it up. Yeah, definitely. Not that you did, that you deep no, dived no. on a lot of things. I mean, except you do have your few rotations. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's right. Thyroids and dermatology and thongs, you know, <laughs> there are, there are just a couple things that I can tell Hair you a lot treatments. about. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, okay. So the four, have we gotten to a five? We have not. Okay. Tell right me, there. and I don't, I cannot picture a five. So help me. Okay. A five is known as the investigator and they are motivated by the need to know. They love 
data and information, slow to make a decision. Oh, I know which sister of yours is a five. Well, oh, I don't have okay. a sister that's a five, but oh. she may have a five wing. But um, okay. but yeah, I don't know. Um, and <laughs> fives probably don't like us very much because <laughs> we're a lot. You know, <laughs> they're typically introverted, um, love solitude and and being alone. They have a desire to be capable and competent and their strength is their insight. Matter of fact, they reflect God's wisdom. And so um they so yes, that's a little bit about the the fives. Okay. So because some of that to me is what I think of a six. So we'll go to the six in just a minute. So when a five what yes when they're in stress, mm-hmm. where do they go? So a five in stress goes to a seven. Which is interesting. So then they make more, they're quicker to make decisions and they're, um, they're not slowing down and they get more, uh, sporadic and frenetic. Yes. Is that a bad thing? And it's worked well for me for a long time. (laughs) So that's, um, that's, that's who they are. And they, I mean, I, so respect fives. I love listening to fives, um, thought processes and, um, all the fives that I know personally are very smart because they're, I mean, they're just seeking information. And so they're students, they're all the students time. all students. the time. And I, I, I love talking to fives. Um, I, I should just be listening to fives. Honestly, yeah, right. but yes. <laughs> so I wonder, I'm sure there's a, in the app or there's mm-hmm. a meme about this, but which personality types follow kind of which career path? Like are pastors ones mm-hmm. or, or are they fives, you know, are. Uh, yes. Well, and it would just depend. Uh, and I know everybody's individual. Sure. We're, we're not making so, generalizations. And I could have everybody. been going through this um, on some of the other types, but some famous celebrity okay, fives. Good. Would be Mark Zuckerberg, okay. Stephen Hawking, oh. uh, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Are you Anthony serious? Hawkins, all of them, Michelle wow. Pfeiffer, and Temple Grandin. Wow, would all be uh, yeah. five. So that kind of helps you to put in a. Um, okay, wait. Do you have others? Do you have like uh, what the ones four. are? Or sure. Four? Yeah. yeah, I'd I love can to tell hear you the that. ones. So we can go back to the ones. Would be Martha Stewart, Jodie Foster, Meryl Streep, Celine Dion. Jerry Seinfeld, Harrison Ford, J.K. Rowling. Rowling. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. And Tina Fey. Huh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey, that's yeah. interesting. See, I mean, so you see I know. just the different. Because she um, seems frivolous and loose, but she's not. And not when I say loose, I, I mean by her. Funny, just, silly. Yeah, just fun and silly and yeah, those things. But instead, she's a rule abider who wants things done right. There you go. Okay. Um, so two would be Fred Rogers, John Denver. Dolly Parton, Melanie Griffith, Paula Abdul. Um, let's see. Barbara Bush, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I would think he's That's all the of list. them. That's funny. Yes, Mr. Rogers. Okay. Oh, so those are some there. He's a Jesus one, two, three, four, five, six, That's seven, right. eight, eight nine. nine. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, so for three, Tony Robbins, Michael oh, Jordan. Definitely, definitely, yes. Yes. Achieving Achiever. And, and recognition for their achievements. Oh, yes. Um, Arnold Com- Schwarzenegger. Competitive. Oh. The threes very, I know are very competitive. The most competitive people I know are, three? are threes. Yeah. The and desire to win is 
so strong. Yeah, supersedes anything else. Yes. Um, A matter of fact, one of the negative, you know, in a stressful state, the threes, one thing I always laugh is uh, expect explosive anger if you get in the way of them and one of their goals. And I'm like, oh, I'm just, I mean, that's always true. And there's, you know, plenty of negative things about each type. But that one always, I'm like, yes, yeah. Because we've seen it. Yes, you've seen it. Um, Oprah Winfrey, Justin, we're still on threes, Justin Bieber, Kanye, Tiger Woods, uh, Rudy Raymore. Um, yes. Okay. okay. So there's some fours. threes. And we did four would be Michael Jackson. Okay. Johnny August. Depp. Are you very deep thinker too? Kurt Cobain. Wow. Chris Angel. Wow. Alanis Morissette. Okay. Bob Dylan. Carrie Fisher, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Who's this? Morrissey. Okay. Don't know. Got nothing. And Tom York. Tom York. Got nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's some fours. And then we went through the fives. So. Um, okay. Let's go on. So fives, we've done good and bad. We did. Or did, Wait, did we, we do say the. Um, stress for them is a seven. Yes. Okay. But the. Their best self. But their best self. Um, we see fives move into the eight. And I think that's I the eights uh, that I know yeah. are very healthy. And so it's like they can take so eights we'll talk about in a minute, but are really take charge drivers, natural born leaders. And so it's so great to see fives move into that role because they have all this information and they take that and then they they run with it. And um so when when fives feel really strongly on something and they move into that healthy, you know, they're pulling on that energy from the eight. It's so rooted that they can be strong and it's such a great decision for them to be strong about. So that again, that's why I'm like, oh yeah, I like the fives are doing. Now I see why I was wrong on one of your sisters. I I (laughs) mistyped her. I have a niece that who's a five, so okay. I, I can see it now. Yeah. Um, okay. Sixes. I, I birthed a six. I do have a six sister. Yes, yeah. I have a four and a six sister. Yeah. Right. And um, my the six would be the loyalist, and um, I, I feel like they're they're really kind of if you see someone that is scared, that is driven by fear, or worst case scenarios. The stereotype would be a six. Right. Not a risk taker. Not a risk taker because they are motivated um, for the need for security. And so um, they're caring, they're analytical, they're responsible, they're dependable, they're the loyalist. Um, They have a fear of fear itself. Uncertainty, being blamed, alone, unabandoned. They're they're definitely asking, what's the worst that could happen here? What's our worst case scenario? And they're also, aren't they the ones who are very loyal friends? Because my daughter is a picture of a six in all this, and um, loyal, her loyalty to friendship is that she would never breach a confidence, mm-hmm. you know, because she would never want she doesn't want her business told, so she would never tell your business. Well, and the the sixes that I know personally are very warm, are very um, yeah, they're very they want to help take care of their yeah. their people. The Enneagram, the reason to me, it's it's so in-depth, which we're not going to get into all this, but there's triads. There's the heart triad. There's the head triad. There's the gut triad that are different groupings. Everything's really in sets of three here. And there's... Um, 
And then also each type has its own subtype. So you have the um, the sexual, the social, and the self-self than the self-preservation. So each type really 52 or 56, something like that versions of each type. So it would be impossible to just look at someone and say, oh, you're this because there's so, which way do they wing? Are they winging to the wow. left you know, or to the right? Or do they, which subtype are they healthy? Are they average? Are they unhealthy? Is this qualifying for our continuing education I mean, hours? I, mean, I this know is a lot. it's a lot. The wisdom of the Enneagram that encyclopedia book that I told you about. Um, it really goes in to a lot of the details, but the, the Enya app, the reason I love it is it covers a lot of this as well. And so, but again, it just, it helps you to see that decision-making it, it, it goes on and on and on. The Enneagram. <laughs> okay. So let's move. So sixes in times of stress go. So the sixes are going to go to a, um, a nine insecurity. Okay. They're going to go that peacemaker place. They'll become more trusting and flexible. They're able to see all the sides, not just the, you know, the bad sides. Um, and they can kind of trust themselves more instead of thinking about all the worst case scenarios. While when they go to the three, the achiever, they get more in that um, competitive mindset. They can get more anxious um, and they can, you know, even get a little manipulative or what celebrities. Oh, let's look at that. Um, Okay. So Billy Crystal, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, David Letterman, Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, Larry David, um, George H.W. Bush, Nixon, Prince Henry, Robert F. Kennedy. So some political leaders, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it does take a certain personality type to run for office, mm. to defend our nation, to. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of things none of that do not interest me. <laughs> you right. Know, that a no, seven thank you. probably. No, thank you. Yeah, probably wouldn't get there. OK. Oh, and they reflect God's faithfulness. So, Yes. Definitely see that. Mm-hmm. So again, a six could wing to a seven or a five. That's so right. That's what we're trying to go mm-hmm. over these. Now let's and just some people you don't just about the wings. You could you really pull from either wing, or you might not pull from one of your. You might just be every once in a while. I'm like, nope, you are so solid. A four. Your like number. they don't even right. wing. They're like, don't no, need a wing. I don't do any of that. Yeah. Okay, because six have a little bit of a peacemaker or avoidance of conflict. Correct. Um, well, part of that would be that when they're in, um, security, they go to that nine peacemaker. Okay. So, um, all right. Yeah. I see harmonizing. Yeah. In- harmonizing. Right. Okay. So sevens. These sevens. are. The- I know. I, I don't even want to spend too much time on that because I feel like I keep telling seven stories because we right. relate to those so much, but the sevens are known as the enthusiast. And they are motivated by the need to be happy, enjoy life, avoid suffering and pain. Totally. um, And contribute to the world. Um, So they are spontaneous, versatile, optimistic, fun loving. Um, I know as a seven myself, I use fun to describe like, oh, we're shopping. Oh, isn't this top fun? Or we should go on the trip. That would be fun. And oh, you just ran for office. Fun. I mean, it's like. You had a baby. Fun. fun. I mean, I uh, overuse the word fun. Because um, it's such a plumb line for us. Oh, it is. That's why this is. That's why I wanted to say I want to do what COVID in each personality type. This has not been fun. So 
uh, pandemic mm-hmm. and isolation and all this, some personality types thrive. They're so glad to be at home and not have to go. Like we're going. <laughs> well, taking difficult. away freedom and things like that for sure. But I will say, so sevens in um, in security and in a healthy place go to the five which is interesting. And so they become deeper thinkers. They love to learn. Um, they want to, they, they just kind of settle with that need of going, you know? And so in some ways as a seven, I've liked being at home. I've read, I don't even know how many books I love to think and to have conversations that are, about deep things. And so it's kind of given me that opportunity and it's made me be still. So it's kind of probably driven me to that five place more. Um, What's our stress number then? Our stress number is one. And in stress, we become uh, critical, perfectionist, um, well, and to other people, I can want sporadic, somebody. Yes. I can go. Well, you're not doing right. Yes. Oh. Oh, for sure. <laughs> judgy. Yeah. I get or judgy, quick yeah. to to judge. Yeah. Um. We can't be. That might just be. Yeah. A personality flaw of myself. But, <laughs> right. um. But our strength is vision. And one thing that I heard about sevens that as a seven I liked this. They said sevens actually um it they're quick thinkers and so it's not necessarily that we're sporadic, but we've already thought because we're very futuristic. We're very much always thinking, I am not dwelling in the past. I can't even remember what happened in the past. I don't, I mean, you hurt my feelings. I've already forgotten about it. Like I'm moving on to the next thing, but we're, we're thinking ahead and going, well, how's that going to lead into this and into this? And so vision is a strong point for us. But, um, and then the thing that we reflect about the Lord is God's joy. And so oh, I good. think that is so sweet. Yeah. We're, we're bringing sunshine and rainbows. Uh, uh, celebrities. Yes. So Robin Williams, Chevy Chase, Chevy Chase, Chevy, Chevy, okay. Chevy. Mm-hmm. Um, George Clooney, Michael J. Fox, Cameron Diaz, oh. Sarah Ferguson, Dick Van Dyke. Let's see. Um, the Duke of Windsor, Thomas Jefferson, Mozart, huh. Joe Biden, huh. and Thomas Edison, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, eights, 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 eights. Okay, so eights, you'll hear them sometimes called the challenger or the protector. And I am actually very drawn to eights. I love- well, I married one. I'm yes, so drawn. I'm I, I, one. Yeah, I so respect, I love the- um, the passion and the strength that they bring. They are the drivers that get things done. They are like, we are forging ahead. I'm not worried about the thorns and the bushes. Who's coming with me? I don't really care if you come or not, but I'm I'm forging ahead. And so we, they're very self-reliant. They reflect God's power. Um, they are motivated by that need to be self-reliant and they avoid any feelings of being weak or vulnerable. A big fear of theirs is that vulnerability. One thing I see about eights is they typically keep a very small circle. They're only vulnerable and intimate with a very small, uh, small circle. But if you are in that circle, you are very protected there. I mean, but they also have a big fear of being betrayed because they only give that trust um, and vulnerability to such a small circle that betrayal is extra painful for them because they, you know, they're trusting you with just such a side. They don't show a lot of people. They're self-confident, decisive, resourceful, assertive. 
They have a big fear of being controlled. Um, and so I think they, <laughs> a lot of my, one of my, my, one of my very best friends is an eight and, uh, every once in a while, um, I'll tell her, Hey, your, your eight hole is showing. Like right. it just came out. Oh, there it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And we laugh about it, but it's, I think they get a bad rap for wanting to control that they're controlling, but it's not really necessarily they want to be that they're controlling. It's more the fear of being controlled. They don't want to be controlled themselves. And so, yeah, you can see a byproduct of that is they could be bossy and strict, but it's one thing I love about eights is they are so strong, so fiery, so passionate, but they're not emotional. And so if you, I mean, not they can't be, but they're not typically making decisions from an emotional place. And whenever, in my experience, when I say something to an eight and it makes it, they disagree with, you know, I, I disagree with them, but it's a point that they respect or in my, they are there. It's easier for them to go. That is a good point. I actually would like to go that direction. Now they're adaptable. It's not Sometimes people are so don't want to be embarrassed or their point to be, you know, made, but they're like, that's interesting. Yeah, let's go that way. And again, a healthy, and not, always, not always, but that's something I really respect about eights. Um, Where do they go in stress then? Um, in stress, they are going to go to the um, five. Okay. And in strength, they go in security, they go to the two. And so you see that, you know, protection coming out and taking care and being more attentive to the people that they are managing people's mm-hmm. yes. to help just out. becoming more softer, yeah. giving okay. um, celebrities. Yes. Because this has to be all leaders. Yes. And I I feel like years ago, I'm going to see if this person's on here, but I um, I feel like forever the like the quintessential eight was Donald Trump, yeah. I mean, you know, years right. and years ago, but he's not on this list. But uh, so the celebrities are Charles Barkley, Denzel Washington, Queen Latifah, Rosie O'Donnell, Sean Penn, Frank Sinatra, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Uh, Barbara Walters, Martin Luther King Jr., Muhammad Ali, Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, Golda Meir. Golda Meir. She was uh, Israel's prime minister in the 70s and 80s. Okay, her. Again, a female eight. Female eights are also Ernest Hemingway, and it just says the mafia, which I find hilarious. (laughs) Um, Break a kneecap. Yeah. (laughs) That's an eight for you. um, Yeah. Uh, Golda Meir, though, being a woman in the 70s before, I mean, just as the beginning of kind of a women's movement, here she's in the Middle East, Mm -hmm. and she's doing things no other woman did before men got back. I mean, they respected her and said, whoa. And that's what an eight does. An eight demands respect, wouldn't you say? I would say that, and I love what you just said about her, that she was doing things that other people had not done before and when i think of eights they are trailblazers definitely and a lot of times threes and eights can get mistyped and you'll see see a lot of memes or you know different things about well three seven and eight are all the aggressive types and so they're louder stronger fat you know all that and so um but the the eights are i i just when i honestly the like picture i don't know why i have like a little gif running through my head of just running through and and paving away like thorns coming at them and they are just i don't care i'm oops there's the mic Sorry about uh that. yeah got a little got a little bigger <laughs> our engineer that's right going, ding, ding, yes ding. um 
I but their am, strength is their drive and a desire to protect themselves. Yes. So I'm married to an eight with a seven wing. Mm. And that's why we work together as fun. And really, I don't want to make the decisions. No. So it really works out fine for well, us. He doesn't want you to. Yeah. I mean, he's fine clearly, with that. He doesn't want me to. Works out fine. So uh, one thing I know Very about compatible. eights with a seven wing are, um, they're said to have ha- to have the most energy of anyone on the Enneagram. Yeah, I can Eight, see that. Eight, seven, it's the biggest energy. Yeah, I can see um, that. Okay, let's move to nines. That's okay. the peacemaker. Of course they would be last. Right. The nines. Right, they don't want to be no. even in the fray of the first eight ones. No, and I actually, there's a funny little just Enneagram adage that says, if you can't figure out what someone is, they're probably a nine because they're just kind of going to- Under the radar. Under the radar, whatever you want to do. Um they're typically people, they're not pushovers. They're just really adaptable, I, I think. And okay, don't want to so, draw attention, probably. No, to- and motivated by the need to keep the peace. So they want to avoid conflict, both internally and externally. They can be pleasant, patient, agreeable, steady. They fear being in conflict, uncomfortable, overlooked, or alone. They reflect God's peace and harmony. Um, and their strength is their harmony. So. Okay. Um, they will see them move into, um, we'll see them move into three when they're in, um, a secure place, which is great. They start Mm -hmm. to, right. They learn to feel special and important. They can get in touch with their, um, passions and desires and want to move on those. But, uh, as they get into a stressful place, they can move to the six where their reactivity reactivity and worry replaces their passivity. They can go to more self-doubt, feel paralyzed and not be able to make decisions and just kind of hunger down. Isn't it interesting? They could have an eight wing though. Um, So there's two. uh, Because that's the antithesis. Right. And there's two. I'm going to forget the other one, but the eight with a nine wing or nine with an eight wing and I can't remember right now, are the biggest, uh, it creates the most inner conflict, conflict. in people. And um, yeah, my husband doesn't have no four, nine wing. We don't have any peacemaking at our house. So yeah. that that's a, a dichotomy. It The biggest dichotomy uh-huh. on the Enneagram. And there's another set that I can't remember right now, but yes, that's a, um, it's very true. Okay. Let's wrap things up with uh, the celebrities. Sure. Nine. So Audrey Hepburn, John Goodman, Ringo Starr, Renee Zellweger, Whoopi Goldberg, Tony Bennett, uh, the Dalai Lama, Abraham Lincoln, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Gerald so Ford, president, president. Barack Obama. A president. Three presidents. Mm-hmm. They had to have some eight wing in them to get things done. Yeah. Or a VP. Yeah. Or, right. Right. <laughs> I mean. Well, Yeah. You'd have to. Strong spouse. Okay. So um, show notes are going to have everything. I wrote some things down. Okay. You're amazing. You know this stuff. Oh, I just love, I love people. And so I I love knowing um, what motivates people, what energizes them, how to better connect with them. It's such a communication tool because when you start to, I I want to be able to, to learn from people and to interact with people. And so I think this is a great way to do it. What do you think your kids are? I think my uh, my 13-year-old daughter is a seven. I think that my 12-year-old son is a one. And I think that my 10-year-old son is a three. Okay. Um, my kids have taken the test. Um, my daughter, mom of two, is a six. I mean, loyalist describes mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. and her wing might be a five. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing 70 about I her. I feel very strongly she's a six with a five wing. Right. <laughs> 
Um, my son um, is a seven, probably with an eight wing. Mm-hmm. Because, in fact, he probably could be either one, mm-hmm. you know. And then my daughter is a four, and I don't know where she wings. You probably know that better than I do, but, but it's fun to see. Now, I, it helps I me communicate with just them. just knowing her, I, I remember you can pull from both, and I yeah. think she does. Okay. It's great. Fabulous information. We'll put all the information, um, part of the notes for this, and any other information, go to Rebecca Folk's um, website and her Enneagram, I mean, her uh, Instagram, Graham, 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 Graham. <laughs> I'll put it all in the show notes. Love you, mean it. Love you. <laughs> Thanks for spending this time with me. If you would subscribe to the Lisa Fisher Said podcast, tell a friend. And for show notes and more information, go to lisafishersaid.com. Mm-hmm.